Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. Welcome into Coffee Break. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning. I appreciate that. A little bit overcast, but still a beautiful day here in the capital city. And the show's brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. If you have a property that fits the needs of their buyers, call David at Versant. 459-8565. And in the studio this morning, Lewis and Clark County Commissioner Jim McCormick. Always a pleasure to have you in. Thanks for coming by. Very nice to you, Troy. Uh, how, yeah. how are things at the, the commission? How are things going? Uh, going well. Um, we have uh, a lot going on. It, it seems that, uh, you know, about the time we think that uh, things are settling down, more is uh, coming in the front door. <clears throat> but uh, that's... Uh, that's the business. That's, yeah. uh, that, that's, that's the what you signed is. up for, right? That's what I signed up for. I, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Le- leading our news this morning, uh, Jim, as it does, unfortunately, most mornings, the, the COVID numbers, we got away from that for about a month and then, uh, then it came back. Uh, they're, they're not great. I mean, statewide, uh, actually you look at the, I think it's New York times. It puts the tracker together. We're number one in the nation now in per capita, mm-hmm. uh, of, uh, of new active, cases uh here in lewis and clark county we may hit a thousand active cases if the numbers continue on trend either today or tomorrow you know it's it, things aren't looking good we're adding daily cases uh, across the state that are higher than they've been since we started this thing and and you guys are sitting there and like the rest of us you kind of just have to watch uh that's essentially it. we appeal uh to folks please get vaccinated uh, that that is uh, it's extremely important uh, that folks do consider it. Uh, take care to uh, uh, social distance, uh, wear a mask, get tested if uh, you are not vaccinated, and um, just be aware uh, because it isn't uh, uh, it isn't a a virus that is uh, discriminate. It's indiscriminate. Yeah, and uh, so. <clears throat> Just appeal to people, please, uh, please be cautious. And on the numbers, I saw numbers from a couple of days ago. I, I looked yesterday, and uh, we were north of uh, 150 new cases, mm-hmm. and that's the highest it's been since it spiked last December. Right. Uh, and, yes, we, uh, we may be at uh, 1,000 cases. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's a—I mean, that—that—that's a big number. And uh, at this point, you know, I know it has to be frustrating for you and the commissioners in the sense that uh, there really is nothing you can do. I mean, we've sort of taken that power, and uh, you know, th- there's nothing you can mandate. Nothing at this point. It's just sort of appealing to people. Appealing to people. Um, you know, I—I've I, said it before. It's—it's uh, it's distressing, uh, and it's uh, that this whole virus has become political uh, mm-hmm. and it, it uh, it's unfortunate that uh, that it has become that <clears throat> because uh, it's it's about public health and the charge of commissioners uh, one of the charges uh, probably the most important is to attend to the uh, health safety and general welfare of the uh, uh, the citizens of this county and so when we have some of our tools taken away or diminished uh, it, uh, it it's frustrating. And on that note, uh, with the, the new law <clears throat> that requires a governing body uh, make the decisions <clears throat> and that the, um, the Board of Health and the health officer can give recommendations to that governing body, uh, 
Helena, East Helena, Lewis and Clark County are working on the structure of that governing body. So we're moving forward to uh, to create that body, but there are several steps to it. One of the issues that we have, probably uh, the biggest one there, is this is untried ground. Uh, right, we don't have we we yeah. don't have anything to refer to legally or in statute that ties back in. What does that look like? So we're we're out there uh, creating something new. Yeah. Uh, Lewis and Clark County Commissioner Jim McCormick in the studio with us this morning. And uh, at this point, we're talking uh, just COVID numbers. And right now, the ask is the same. You know, uh, look at getting that vaccine, you know, talk, talk with your doctor and, and look at getting that. As uh, as the governor has said, as our senators have said, doctors say, you know, it's safe and effective. And uh, it's one of those things where it, it's not going to necessarily prevent you from getting COVID because people say, well, people get the vaccine and they're still getting COVID. Yes, but it is keeping folks out of the hospital. And, and and that's really one of the big things right now, because the hospital is, they're saying they're full. They they are full, and they, nearly all of the hospitals uh, in Montana. <clears throat> and when folks go into ICU, my, my wife is a retired RN. She worked ICU for a lot of years, and I remember um, her coming home uh, after shifts sometimes, and just the uh just drained mm-hmm. uh emotionally uh physically sometimes just from uh the uh, the quick pace and everything that had to be there and in ICU it's it's not gee whiz i have a cold uh these are life and death sometimes on the edge and sometimes unfortunately uh, don't uh don't have positive outcomes and uh, so the staff the people the, the physicians uh the nurses um Boy, they're they uh, they're taking it on the chin. Let me yeah, tell you. yeah, they're working real hard out there, and uh, that's one of those things. You know, we we get that vaccine. It's an ABC situation. We get the vaccine so we don't go to the hospital, so that other people that do have to go to the hospital, uh, you know, have those beds. And, uh, you know, they are right now postponing some surgeries that mm. uh, require a in-hospital stay after the fact. They're saying, well, we can't do that right now because we can't accommodate that in-hospital stay part. So we've got people in town m- maybe listening that kind of need to get an operation of some kind. It might not be emergent, but it's something that has to happen and they can't get it right now. Exactly. And, and you know, with folks, uh, I know from, you know, from what I've heard and conversations uh, I've had with people, is when that elective surgery uh, is postponed, <clears throat> stress levels for the patient go up. Um, and when stress levels are high, I'm not a doctor, didn't even play one on television, <laughs> but when stress levels are high, there are oftentimes there are negative uh, outcomes. And, and so it's, it's, it's a snowball effect. And yeah. so we, and I appeal to everyone, be aware and uh, please uh, get vaccinated. On the, uh, the point of vaccinations, <clears throat> there will be um, uh, vaccinations offered at the fairgrounds on November 16 and December 14. Okay. Uh, they are uh, for the uh, the Pfizer uh, first, second, and third dose. And uh, for that third dose, uh, it's for folks who are age 65 and up and those with uh, compromised immune systems. <clears throat> and that... Uh, the uh, the time span between the second dose and that third dose is six months or more. Anyway, okay. at the fairgrounds, November 16 and December 14. Yeah, uh, so that's people have to get online and, and sign up for those? Good point and good question. 
Uh, Lewis and Clark County uh, website <clears throat> has when you go to lccountymt.gov. Uh, right there on the homepage, you'll see the COVID um, uh, link uh, and that uh, you click on that and that'll give you all the information just drilled down in there. Okay. Lewis and Clark County Commissioner Jim McCormick in the studio with us on Coffee Break this morning. A few more minutes before we have to go to uh, to break. And so we do have some mass vaccination clinics coming up and uh, that uh, for those initial shots, folks that haven't gotten one or for uh, that, that third booster shot it's all one clinic they're not separate you don't have to worry about finding the right one if you if you want to get a vaccine of whatever it is you can show up at one of these show up at one and uh, there are a thousand doses uh, available each uh, uh, vaccination day november 16 december 14 so a thousand doses each day okay and not for the very young kids <clears throat> yet we, not- we don't have but uh, apparently information is potentially coming on that. Yes, uh, it is coming for uh, younger uh, uh, children. Uh, the, uh, the information uh, and more information is coming on those vaccines, hopefully by the end of the month and certainly within the next few months. Okay. So, uh, and, and as sort of is the standard when it comes to vaccines, it's, it's anyone 16 and uh, up. But if you are a minor, uh, I would imagine you do have to have a a parent or guardian there to sign off on the whole process. Well, I, I can't answer that specifically, but I could imagine. Yes, I think that's uh, been the way it's uh, been in the past. So I, I, I yeah. don't think they're going to probably change midstream now, but no, you know, I don't th- think so. that's the best thing we can do right now is, you know, just recommend that vaccination and then do the things we were doing before the vaccines were even available. Cause well, right now our numbers are higher than what they were at that point. Yeah. And, uh, the, uh, the Delta strain, everybody's heard, <clears throat> is uh much more virulent mm-hmm. you, that's a good word that's a good medical word there jim <laughs> and um it um it uh, it can and does uh, cause more uh, severe symptoms yeah Lewis and Clark County Commissioner Jim McCormick with us, and we're going to take a break right here because we do have other stuff to talk about. It's not all COVID this morning. We've got some other stuff too, and we'll talk about it coming up on Coffee Break. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. Welcome back. It is Coffee Break. I'm Troy Shockley, and the show's brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. Finding the perfect buyer for your home doesn't have to be daunting. Call David Efferson four five nine eighty five sixty five. We've got Jim McCormick still in the studio. He didn't go running out, and so I, he, Lewis and Clark County Commissioner. He's sticking around for a second half. And uh, good news is uh, the detention center is uh, is done. You can put a bow on it, cut the ribbon, do whatever you want to do. It's officially complete. Officially complete. We did the bow and the ribbon uh, cutting last uh, January, I believe it was. 
and uh, there were a few minor cosmetic things to take care of and uh, contractors clean up just the way projects go <clears throat> so that is all done and um, it's, uh, it's a five-year project uh, from the uh, the first ask uh, to the voters uh, to where we are today. It took five years. So yeah, I mean, it's a long years. process, and it's one that started, of course, you know, do the math. It started ahead of the pandemic, and then, you know, as we were working on doing some of the heavy lifting there, that hit, and that it did throw some kinks in, but it really moved through pretty well. It, actually, it, it did. I'm, I'm pleased. I got frustrated with it uh, for a little while. I'm sure the sheriff uh, raised an eyebrow when I was <laughs> a little uh, <laughs> frustrated with yeah. uh, with uh, with the progress but but the point is that it, it went extremely well considering covid uh, there were some slowdowns uh, supply chain disruptions other things that you don't anticipate uh, there were a few but uh, contractors did an excellent job of uh, of working through that and uh, we have a we have a detention center and uh, what uh, the sheriff needs now is detention officers. Yeah, yeah. Well, because we've got this bright, new, shiny building, it's expanded. Uh, every, everything is fixed. Doors aren't randomly opening on their own anymore. Um, yeah, yeah, the doors for people going, what? Yeah, doors were randomly opening on their own. That's not good in a jail. Um, we, we need the people, though, in order to take advantage of that space. We can't fully take advantage until we get the people in there to, to work it. Right. There are standards or jail uh, standards <clears throat> that Lewis and Clark County and uh, the sheriff subscribe to. Uh, it's, it's actually a written approved document. And uh, the number of detention officers for the number of inmates, uh, that's that's a number. Um, and uh, so there are spaces in the detention center that aren't being used because we don't have uh, those detention officers that we uh, that are required. Yeah, and they are hiring, and it's a uh, it's a great career for a lot of people. Or potentially, if you're looking at working with another law enforcement agency, it's that mm -hmm. first step. Get your foot in the door there. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, it's a great way to do that. A lot of people move on from that to the Lewis and Clark County Sheriff's Department or wherever else. Uh, it's it's a great job. Ab absolutely is, and uh, the training takes a special person, of course. Oh. Absolutely. But, the, the interview process, screening process is what one might expect with um, law enforcement. Uh, but the training is, is excellent. And uh, folks uh, have, uh, have real skill sets uh, when they go through the training and, and they are uh, uh, hired and, and working as detention officers. And so if people are interested, uh, there are openings there. What, what should they do? So just call HR, I suppose, and say, hey, I heard there was a job open. Yep. Uh, can uh, contact uh, the sheriff's office, and uh, and they will uh, certainly have a conversation. And that whole hiring process is uh, through the sheriff's office. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. so that's that's where folks should go. It's great to have that done now, and I know for you it has to be a, a nice, rewarding thing because it, it was a, a long a need, long a want, and then – a long process to get it done. So from start to end, that's a long thing. There's a lot of time and energy into that. So it has to be nice for you to, to see that complete now. Oh, it is. It, it is very satisfying and uh, came in on budget. And uh, considering, uh, I mentioned the supply chain is issues, uh, cost of materials now, what's going on, even getting contractors uh, because mm -hmm. of uh, the demands uh, in the building industry now. Uh, if we were trying to do this today, I, I 
hate to think what uh, we would be faced yeah. with. But yeah, we got it in at the right time. We we did, and the uh, the citizens uh, and the taxpayers of the county got a good deal. Yeah, well, and it's something that will benefit the entire community. Absolutely. You know, it's not it's not just that bill. Oh, well, that's where the people that break the law go. Well, you know what? There there's a domino effect down the line where the entire community is going to benefit from all the changes we made here. Oh, absolutely, and and the. Um, the safety for the uh, mm-hmm. the detention officers, the people who work there, safety of the prisoners. You know, they're not crammed in like like they were before, um, and the um, uh, it's going to be a facility uh, available to us for for a long, long time. Lewis and Clark County Commissioner Jim McCormick with us on Coffee Break this morning, and uh, you're talking that that came in uh, on budget there. When it comes to budgeting, it's always a bit of a it, it's an intricate dance you know to, to make things work a bit of a complicated process but then uh, when we're talking county budget we we threw some federal and state dollars in there to help out um, with uh, with covid the recovery funds that mm-hmm. sort of thing arpa uh, that can make it a little bit more because they all have strings attached and they all have places where they have to go and uh, but it sounds like some of the arpa funds are going to be available now uh, yes, they are. There are actually three pots. Okay. Uh, there's a direct uh, 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 payment to Lewis and Clark County. Uh, it's about uh, $13.5 million. The, uh, the first half was paid uh, uh, last uh, January, <clears throat> and the second half will be paid this coming January, the way I understand it. <clears throat> that uh, Then there w- what we call pot B, and pot B is, uh, is four... Uh, water sewer broadband projects and uh, the commission has already uh, approved about a million dollars in projects in water wastewater projects in Lewis and Clark mm-hmm. County uh, as recently as yesterday's uh, commission meeting we we had uh, had those a uh, couple of presentations and um, and there's uh, uh, about a million dollars in uh, applications pending uh, so uh, if those are approved there, uh, we will have uh, allocated and granted most of that what we call pot B money for water and sewer projects. So some infrastructure stuff. Infrastructure, yep. yep. And then w- what's this third one? Uh, what we have is uh, the uh, state of Montana has competitive grants. Okay. Uh, so that's uh, that's yet a separate pool, but uh, they are ARPA funds, and they, they're competitive with the state of Okay. Yep. And then uh, you do have, I mean, your, your meetings are public when you're discussing where you're going to be spending this money. That's not just mm-hmm. you sitting up there, you know, in, in a closed room somewhere. This is a public meeting. Public meeting. Uh, folks can uh, watch us on uh, local access television. Uh, they're recorded. All of those uh, meeting minutes and conversations are all public. And, uh, of course, folks are more than welcome to uh, come and uh, testify, make their comments at any of our commission meetings on any uh, subject on our agenda. Yeah. So it, it, it's nice that we've got these funds. You know, mm-hmm. it's not something we can count on. It's not an every year thing. But at least for now, you know, as we're trying to sort of weather this and come out of it and because and, we're not out of it yet. I, I think we thought we were, but we're mm-hmm. not out of it yet. But some infrastructure work and some funds for the county, that, that's not a bad thing. You know, I'll go out on a limb and say we'll never see this again. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't think we will. Yeah. So let's use them in the right way. Absolutely. So we're very, uh, very careful. And uh, we have folks, uh, professionals who know, know how to do that, that work and that business. Uh, are working with uh, 
local uh, subdivisions, property owners, uh, and uh, to uh, to get those uh, get those projects going. And yeah. uh, and some of the projects, uh, in fact, all of them, uh, are uh, needed. And uh, in some cases, the um, uh, systems are failing, and uh, the community. Uh, doesn't have the money uh, to bring them up to uh, back up to speed, and uh, so these grant dollars are just huge. Yeah, hey, when it comes to uh, Jim, the the meetings, what can you give people uh, an idea of when those are? How how long they go? What what do they look right like right now for the ARPA funds? Um, for yeah, for those or I guess any commission meeting, any commission meeting. Well, for the ARPA funds. Uh, we, the commissioners uh, and others, uh, our chief administrative officer, we meet once a month uh, to discuss uh, ARPA grant applications, mm-hmm. uh, the money that's left, any changes that are coming down from the federal government or the state of Montana. Uh, we, we keep track of that. We work uh, with the Montana Association of Counties. They're, they're on it all the time. So uh, we have those uh, monthly meetings. As far as commission meetings, uh, we have commission meetings uh, every Tuesday, 9 a.m. in the Chambers and City County Building, and on Thursdays, 9 a.m. And we have uh, uh, Government Day meetings uh, first Friday uh, of the month in Lincoln and the second Friday of every month in Augusta. Okay. And uh, requirements, are, are there mask requirements for this thing right now? You know, we appeal to people to, uh, to wear masks. Uh, and when we uh, set up the, uh, the seating in those rooms, uh, they're distanced. Okay. Uh, the, uh, uh, the old uh, bench uh, pew style seating that uh, was in the chambers mm-hmm. in the city county building uh, has been, uh, was removed. And we have chairs in there, and they're spread out for, okay. for the distancing. And, and we ask people to wear masks. Sure. Lewis and Clark County Commissioner Jim McCormick with us on Coffee Break. We've got about three and a half minutes left and uh, probably time to uh, squeeze in something we've talked about before. But unfortunately, we I guess we still have to talk about is uh, there's still a fire danger out there. I know we're coming up on uh, Halloween, which seems like oh, that's we're, we're out of fire season. But last weekend, we had two fires start over by Augusta. Yep. You know, we're not done with this. No, we're not, we're not done with it. As long as we uh, we have uh, low moisture and humidity and uh, you know wind and uh, point is no precipitation. We have those dry fuels, and yes, there were two uh, two fires that uh, uh, popped up in the Augusta area last weekend. Those are uh, contained now, but uh, to uh, to the point, uh, we were in uh, what's called stage two fire restrictions through most of the summer. Um, we went back to stage one and, uh, and then we came out of fire res- restrictions, federal government and other, um, jurisdictions did, uh, go back into stage one fire restrictions on the Rocky mountain front. So anybody who's out there hunting, don't be lighting fires. Yeah. Up and scapegoat. And both of those fires were human caused, weren't they? That's what I hear. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's conclusive, but we didn't have any lightning or any other, right. uh, potential cause so we need to we need to stop lighting fires in our forest folks it's, it's just be be aware out there no, nobody's going out there doing it on purpose but uh, very often it's just negligence and uh, you know we as montanans we should know better we we should again you know smoky bear was right you know crush it out and drown right. it yeah yeah so uh, th- there still are some dangers out there until we uh, until you're shoveling your driveway <laughs> hey, we're, 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 we got to watch out for those fires. Um, the Great Shakeout, Jim, that's on deck. We've got uh, just a couple minutes left. What is that all about? Great Shakeout, uh, the 1935 earthquake in Helena. 
uh, was in October. Uh, so every October is Earthquake Awareness Month. So 1021, that's tomorrow at 1021 a.m. is the, uh, the great shakeout to um, uh, practice, drill, uh, what you would do uh, when there's an earthquake. Um, and you can go again to the website and uh, get the information. But <laughs> this takes me back to the, uh, you know, the, the, the nuclear war and missile scare days, you know, right. duck, duck right. and cover, you know. Yeah. Uh, but that is, that, is, that is right. Under a desk, a solid place, cover, and, um, and then know your, know your uh, exit, uh, know, uh, know what to do uh, in case of an earthquake. Yeah, people think, well, Montana. Wait, Montana, I think, is in the top 10 in the, in the country for the number of earthquakes. Uh, it's just very often they're they're smaller, remote, and so we don't realize. But we we we're shaking all the time over here in Montana. We we are, you know, it's it's fun. I I like looking at. You can go to the USGS map and you can look at the the earthquake uh, and fault zone uh, yeah. information. In fact, uh, Helena Valley is uh, several faults going through the Helena Valley. Um, uh, interesting stuff, but yeah, they're yeah, there. So the great shakeout. Coming yep. up, uh, yep. coming up tomorrow. So uh, that's uh, is, is pretty much all the time we have on coffee break. We we could have talked zoning this morning, Jim, but well, we ran out of time. Well, I know you're bummed out about yeah. that. <laughs> well, no, 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 that's fine. We can we can do it. We'll do it next time. <laughs> Lewis and Clark County Commissioner Jim McCormick with us uh, on coffee break this morning, sir. I appreciate all the work that uh, that you and your fellow commissioners do over there, uh, working to make our community better and and safer. And uh, just uh, th- thanks for taking some time to come in and chat with us. Yeah, thanks, Ray. It's a privilege. It absolutely, is a privilege. We're all out of time, but we'll be back again tomorrow. See you then. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over. Give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.